Thanks for tuning in to JR's Hunt for Life Suicide Prevention Podcast, Safe Talk, with Jenny Hunter and Billy Floyd, where there are no judgments and talk saves lives. All right, what's going on, everybody? This is Billy Floyd here alongside Jenny Hunter for another episode of Safe Talk. We are loud and proud. We are here and ready to be alive. Let's do this thing. Jenny, how we doing? We're doing great, Billy. Great to hear your voice. It's great to know that there's other people out there that are listening and that we can help with our Safe Talk podcast. I love it. I love uh, knowing that there's people out there that we're helping, that we're changing the culture. And we are going to change the culture on this episode. We're always looking for change, saving lives, changing lives, doing whatever it takes to lift everyone up with us. And if you want to be a part of Safe Talk, you know you can hit us up, Jenny and I, whenever you want to ask questions, give us some feedback, maybe give an episode idea, whatever you might want to be, you can always be a part of this show. So you can email me at williampeariodfloyd214 at gmail.com, Twitter and Instagram at OneBillyFloyd, Facebook, the whole deal. I'm everywhere. Hit me up ASAP whenever you need me. And Jenny, how about you? Where can the people find you? Well, Billy, the first thing would be my email, jlh35 at hotmail.com. Second thing would be Facebook, our Facebook support group, our Facebook um, nonprofit page, our web page, all under JR's Hunt for Life. You can message me off Facebook and off of any of those pages. I'm always there just like you are. So anytime anybody needs to talk, have questions, concerns, please do not hesitate to reach out to one of us. Right, Billy? A hundred percent. Hit us up, call us, text us, whatever you got to do. Let's keep this conversation going, and we want you to be a part of it. But in the meantime, Jenny and I are going to chop it up on this episode, and we're going to talk about language and why it matters so much when we're talking about suicide and anything involving this topic. So Jenny, when when someone, you know, tragically takes their life, commonly people will say he or she committed suicide. But from what you've been telling me, using the word commit or committed isn't the right word to use. It's not proper. It it shouldn't be in this conversation. So as we get into this topic about language, Jenny, why don't you start off by defining commit for me, and then you can elaborate on why we shouldn't say commit suicide. Well, Billy, that's what I'm here for. That's what we're going to talk about. And let me preface this, that before suicide happened in our family, we did not pay any attention to this type of language. It hadn't affected us. We we were just like, I don't know whatever percentage of the population, but it everyone used that terminology. 
and it did not affect us negatively. And now that this has happened in our family, when I hear that reference that someone has committed suicide, it is a shock to my heart. It is it is hurtful. It is it, it it I cannot explain what it does to a person that is living with this tragedy. So that's why I've decided that I am going to start talking and bring people to the realization that there is safe language to use, there is safe talk to use, and we can change the culture by educating people and letting them know what is safe, how can we say this. And I'm I'm not trying to use be politically correct. I don't care about that one whit. All I want to do is save lives. And so let's start with the definition of commit. There are a few dictionaries that are actually changing their wording on the definition of the word commit because they understand that it is not safe language to a large percentage of uh, human beings. So commit, among other things, is to carry out or perpetrate a mistake, a crime, or an immoral act. Now, let's think about that for a moment. When I, I worked in the legal field for many, many, many years, and that's how we referred to people that had um, broken the laws. They committed a crime. And we didn't think twice about it. That's just the verbiage we used. And so then when we hear someone committed suicide, it just, it wasn't, it was here nor there to us. Um, and that may sound callous or unfeeling, but we hadn't lost anyone to that yet. And since we have, we're realizing that there are so, so many people that have lost loved ones and friends to suicide. And to say the words commit suicide are hurtful and they are um, not safe language. Now, um, let me say that when you, let me ask you, Billy, when you hear the word commit, just as a person, what what do you think about that? What what is that what comes to your mind when someone says they committed suicide or they committed murder or they committed whatever it was? What what comes to your mind when you hear that? When I hear when I hear commit, I hear like it's they're locked in, like that's the decision. They they did it. It it happened. It's a hundred percent that way. In any situation, you can also use commit on a positive side. Like I committed to this relationship, or I committed to this job, I committed to this team. Whatever the heck it might be, uh, it definitely sounds a little harsh when it comes to suicide, or you know, murder, or committing a crime, or whatnot, because. It seems like, you know, that was the final deal. That was everything. There's there's no going back once you commit, especially when it comes to suicide, crime, or anything like that, because the thing happened, and you're not going to really go back. You can't take it back. You can't, you know, rewind time. You can't hop in a time machine. 
So whenever I hear commit, it's just like, boom, it's done. And it sounds so harsh when it's on that negative side. Obviously, it's a beautiful thing when you use commit in a positive way, like I said before. But to me, it's just, boom, it's done. And you can feel that dagger when you hear it, too. Mhm. Yes, that that is so true. And it does. There is a positive and a negative side to this word and when we use it in reference to suicide, it's not so much positive. Uh so let's talk about how the media um the media it, it, unknowingly, I believe, perpetuates the stigma of suicide by using unsafe messaging. They use um, the word commit suicide in the news and at wherever they're reporting, and it actually increases the risk of, of people that are already vulnerable to suicide when they use that language. If there have been studies done on this, the language used to report tragedies and, and um, traumas can make all the difference. In, in how a person is affected. And I know that we can't always be on the lookout for the right words to use, but uh, I'm, I'm really trying to um, put it in people's heads and change the culture around suicide and how we refer to it, not just for the people that have uh, taken their lives, but for the living um relatives and friends and other people because when we hear it day in and day out it just becomes second nature it's people don't think about it they just use it because that's what is used um that's what has always been used and it it's been i mean as long as i can remember they they media and other people use that word and they still do i when i hear things on the media the people have taken their lives. I use, I, I hear them say they committed suicide. And that's, to me now, a very unsafe way of relaying or reporting that message. And you know that um, we, we can consciously choose safe messaging. And we can choose that to reduce the suicide exposure effect, which is, Let's 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 be cognizant of how this is affecting other people. I know the media and reporters um, somewhat like to maybe sensationalize or draw some attention or have a good story. And I'm not talking down about them. I'm just saying that when we're speaking of suicide, we need to use safe language in our reporting. And you know, as a person we report suicide to each other. I mean, that's what we're doing. We're relaying someone took their life by suicide. So we need to be responsible in our own reporting. Um, and we need to be conscious about how we talk about it. And they, we don't want to um, romanticize it or glamorize it or or we don't want to detail the means of the death or anything like that when we're quote-unquote reporting to other people. We want to have safe talk. That's what this is all about, 
is safe talk. So this is about safe reporting to each other, how we say it, and being responsible humans and humans that care and are compassionate to other people, to the public in general. Um, and so we all know that there are stigmas that surround suicide. There are many stigmas that surround suicide. And there are stigmas uh, regarding mental health and other suicidal ideations. And so when we use the word commit, we are perpetuating that stigma. Um, It's hurtful. It's harmful. It's not, to me, not a correct descriptive uh, to use when a person has taken their life. And we're going to go into um, why I think that. So I'm I'm wondering, do you have any idea, Billy, <laughs> why I don't like that? Why the words commit suicide to me seem harsh and hurtful and I for the good of the general public, want to change the culture regarding our reporting of a suicide. Any ideas? Um, it's a good question. Like I said before, like maybe commit you know, sounds a little harsh. You know, maybe like you know, died of suicide took their life might just sound a little bit better. To be honest, you know, I've never really heard um, this topic arise before of why saying commit, you know, isn't the right way or is a way that, you know, people would want to change. So, honestly, if you can just go into it, that would be great because I would love some information on it. (laughs) I would love to let you know. So, so. The words commit suicide are very problematic words and they're harmful. Talking about suicide is an important step in suicide prevention, and that is what JR's Hunt for Life is all about. It is suicide prevention. It is keeping people alive, giving them hope, all those things that we've talked about on prior podcasts. But depending on how we talk about it, we may contribute to the stigma. And that is, we did talk about stigma on our on some previous podcasts. We spent a few um, sessions on that word and w- what it does. And it, talking, just talking about suicide is important in saving lives. So how we report suicide, a death by suicide, is also so important. We don't want it to be harmful. We don't want to create more problems. We don't want to throw stigmas out there to people. Now, let's think about this. So the word crazy is often used as an adjective uh, for something that's maybe bizarre or unbelievable and People use that word when they're referring to people with mental health, and that is stigmatizing. That is hurtful. That is harmful. It is associating mental health issues with that type of behavior, and that is just not the case. And 
people that uh, that die from suicide have all types of suicide ideations. It does not just have to be mental illness. It can be any anything. It can be um, addictions. It can be problems at home. It can be losing your job. It can be any of those things. And for us to refer to them in a stigmatizing way or a traumatic way just causes more harm to the loved ones that have lost their family member or their friend. And in the same vein, the expression committed suicide is considered to be problematic. It implies the act that suicide is a crime. And it's been used historically like that or is a sin in religious circles. And the verb commit deepens the emotional pain surrounding um, suicide, which is a very, very sensitive and important subject. It it causes the barriers to talking openly about it to thicken. It it people aren't going to talk about it if they think that we think they committed. They're going to commit a. a an immoral act, speaking of a religious in a religious fashion, or they're committing a crime. They're not going to um, talk to us about it. We're not going to be able to save their lives if they're not going to talk to us. So we want them to be able to come to us and speak in a safe way, and we're going to listen in a safe way. So. Let me give an example. If someone dies of a heart attack, do we say they committed a heart attack? Do we say they committed cancer? Do we say they committed diabetes? Or whatever the case may be, whatever a person dies of, do we say they committed that? No, we don't. No, we don't. So in the same vein, we don't say they committed suicide. We can say they died uh, by suicide. We can say they died by a mental illness. They died from an addiction. We can say any number of things, but we don't need to say committed because it is not the word to be using when someone passes away. And as we talked before, the brain, speaking of uh, mental illness, is an organ in our body, just like our heart, our lungs, our anything. It is a an organ in our body that can get sick. So you can die by mental from a mental illness. You can die from a heart attack. You can die from cancer. Am I am I making sense to you, or am I just rambling on? Keep going, Jenny. I, I think it makes perfect sense. Everything you're hitting is just right on the money. So 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 by using the our phrase die by suicide, it allows us to communicate in a safe way and more compassionately and accurately because isn't that an accurate statement? They died by suicide? Yes, that is an accurate statement. They died by sui- from suicide. They died by suicide. 
um, they they ended their life. They chose their time to go. Uh, there's any number of ways that we can report that someone has passed by suicide without saying they committed suicide. And I really, really, really want people to to understand that if we're going to learn to talk safely and we're going to learn to talk in a non-problematic fashion and we're not going to spread the stigma or cause it to stick on anybody or we have to learn how to talk uh, accurately and compassionately and so when we say when we when someone says they committed suicide it sounds like they did something unlawful um they 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 did something that is a sin they intentionally committed a crime um a malicious act all of those things and it's it's just not so it's it's it is a hurtful way to communicate that someone that is hurting, that is hopeless, that could see no other way out, that is that how we want to report that? Is that how we want to say that, to refer to that person that was in such dire condition that they felt that was the only way that they could see I think not, and I think that that gives us um, it, it, when we hear someone refer to it as committing suicide, we can try and educate them. We can try and rehabilitate them into the correct way or the way that I feel is not harmful to someone, the way that I feel is safe talk, safe communication, a more compassionate way of relaying that. Uh, and I I just really, really, really would love for people to um, reach out to us, let us know uh, how they feel about this conversation, what what how do they feel when they hear those words how do they feel when it's been their loved one or their friend when they hear the word commit suicide i i know how i feel and that's why we're talking about it right now um so how would we start that conversation if someone uses the word commit suicide how what would you say to them billy You know, if if I were, you know, talking to people, I think I think it's a much better way to go about it by saying, you know, they died by suicide because now that you bring up all these points, yeah, I don't really like to commit as much either. And when it also comes to the language here, I don't really understand and like when you know, say someone does take their life and, and someone says it was a successful suicide attempt and you know, maybe they try to take their life and, you know, it didn't work out and they say it was a failed suicide attempt. I don't, I don't like those that much either. I don't like, cause if, if they take their life and, and anytime you say success, it's like, Oh, you know, success, it's a win. They did it. Like, 
They won the championship. They got the job. They, what, what successful suicide attempt? Like that's not a success. Like that's that's terrible. And I don't like the failed attempt deal either. What do, what do you have to say about that, Jenny? The failed and success. I, well, that one kind of rubs me the weirdest way, honestly, out of all of this. Yeah, and I, you know, success should be used in a fashion that there was success. There was success in the book they wrote. There was success in the whatever they had, whatever they do in their life. They've been successful. And when we say that there was a successful attempt, that is that is like a double negative. We do not want a successful attempt in suicide. We do not want that. We do not want success in suicide. And we don't want, when we say it's a failed suicide, that sounds like, well, they're a failure. Gosh darn it. They're just a failure. You know, they should have been successful. Those two words are just, not safe words. They're not good communication regarding um, suicide behavior. And we we don't want to say they've completed suicide because that also sounds like, oh, yay, they complete, they completed this. They completed their um, college. Yay, they did. That's a great thing. They completed their book they were writing. But we don't want them to com- complete suicide. That that sounds like a, a positive, and it's not. It's a reversal of what we would like to see as far as suicide prevention. So, I, I you know, and I, I just, I, I'm glad you brought that up because there's so many ways that we can deal with communicating a suicide and being compassionate and and using safe talk when we do do that. And when people, I understand that because I was in that position before this happened in our family, I didn't even think about it. I never thought about it. When I heard someone say those words, of course, I felt bad. It was horrible and all of that. But they they still were stigmatizing. They're stigmatizing in the aspect that they are throwing now this is suicide is it is it, it is not something we want to happen to anyone if they throw a negative light on it which you know taking your life is not a positive thing it is it is not a good thing however it just causes people to think oh that's that's just bad that that person must have been really messed up etc cetera, etc cetera. and we we don't want to do that. We want to use softer, more compassionate, more accurate words is what we want to use is be accurate in our reporting, right? I think that's the truth too. You got to be accurate. I mean, it all comes down to the facts and, and putting out the right information so people are aware, people know what's good. And I think everything we've talked about here, especially all the greatness that you detailed you know, this can change a lot of people's outlook on how they're going to go about talking about the terminology behind suicide and using proper language instead of always using that word that we talked about today, commit. And I know that you turn on the news, you go on Twitter, you go on any type of internet source, and 
you know, that is the word. It's been the word forever. I remember being the youngest kid and hearing stories about people taking their lives and everybody would always say, you know, he or she committed suicide. So as long as we got the facts set here straight, I think a lot of people can eventually see what you're trying to say. I a hundred percent see it just in this one conversation. And I'm sure those who listen, those who are part of the safe talk family will, will clearly see what you're trying to say here, Jenny. And we can even discuss this more in the next episode that we share together Uh, I know there's a lot more we can dive into for sure on every topic when we talk about suicide and changing and saving lives. But as we wrap up this episode here today on Safe Talk, is is there any message you want to leave us? Anything that you want to, you know, get off your chest before we head on out of here? Any final details on this topic, Jenny? Well, Billy, um, I, you know, I just want to say let's in in all of our podcasts are about Safe Talk. Safe talk, safe communication, uh, and we need to do that as human beings. No matter if it's suicide, no matter what it is, mental illness, addiction, any of those suicide ideations, anything in life, we need to be not be dehumanizing. We need to be um, compassionate. No matter no matter what the case is, we need to be human and communicate accurately uh, so that we don't um, further stigmas and we don't cause more trauma or tragedy or anything like that. So in order for us to save lives, prevent suicide, that that's one thing that I really hope that we can learn is how to perpetuate safe talk and one of those ways is to change our verbiage when it comes to suicide and i'm i'm really hoping that people are listening and understanding and if they don't if you don't understand please send one of us a message so that we can go into this further with you and give you some more explanation and talk it out instead of wondering where we're coming from (laughs) jenny hunter with the facts never ever missing i love it jenny thank you so much for getting in deep when it comes to talking about this terminology always making sure that the people are hearing the right messages here on this podcast it's amazing that you have all this beautiful information to share And I couldn't be more grateful to be on the other end of this so we can put it out for the people. You do great work, and it's truly an honor to be a part of something this special. So thank you so much, Jenny, for joining me for another episode. The honor, the privilege is mine. You continue to do great things, and we're going to see each other in a couple weeks for the next episode. To all of our listeners as well, we love you. Thank you so much. What a time to be alive. You've been listening to JR's Hunt for Life Suicide Prevention Podcast Safe Talk with Jenny Hunter and Billy Floyd, where there are no judgments and talk saves lives. Jenny Hunter is the founder of JR's Hunt for Life, a suicide prevention nonprofit movement offering hope and support globally. I'm Billy Floyd. 
I'm a podcast host, a media broadcaster, and most importantly, a positive influencer. Sounds of Soul Music is courtesy of Fearless Motivation. Find out more about JR's Hunt for Life at jrshuntforlife.org.